Open your ears and lower your expectations. There's a new podcast sweeping a very small portion of the nation. Listen now, listen fast, because this episode may be their last. He's Sean, he's Chris, you should listen to this. It's an hour you'll never get back. On SoundCloud, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Honorado and Sean Bagnardi. Shawnee, I'm on short rest here. Little sleep, little quality sleep last night. Mm. And I'm ornery. <laughs> okay. That's tell different why. from horny. I'm ornery. Do you want to tell us why first or set up our guest? Well, the guest, I mean, listen, this is a guy who comes in and Patsos is the only guy we've had on the podcast, the only person we've had on the podcast who rivals him when it comes to energy. Oh, yes. Right? I mean, yes. Zach Bai is our guest. He is a radio and TV analyst for UAlbany football and basketball. He is a hoop head. He is an NBA junkie, uh, played college basketball, and uh, and we'll talk NBA with him. But but really, the primary setup for Zach being a guest here with us, Shawnee, is a story he has mm-hmm. that comes from an NBA locker room. A run-in he has had with one of the most intimidating basketball players, I'd say, of all time. And one of the best. One and of, one of the best. One of the top guys ever, really. No doubt. Certainly yep. at his position. Yes, that'll for be, sure. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a hell of a story. So are you okay? What's going on here? Well, I'm not, I'm not as upset as I used to get about my teams losing. Here's my rank. Kay. Packers yeah. and then Braves and Devils are really mm-hmm. close together for two. But okay. Packers are, are ultimate for me. It's easier to invest in an NFL team, I find, because it's once a week and it's a. It feels like a shorter season. Now, kid from New Jersey, yeah, big Packers fan, huge. Why they had this Far, wide receiver we, back in the day? No, named Sterling Sharp. Yeah. I thought it was the coolest freaking name I ever heard of. It's the first jersey I ever had it was a Sterling Sharp jersey. Sterling Sharp. That's how I became a Packers. Is he your favorite player of all time? Favorite athlete of all time? No, Tom Glavin, Braves. Okay, easily. All right, so. The Packers are playing a playoff game on Saturday night, and ordinarily I would try to swing it so I could have the – you quit playing with the microphone there. You can hear and, that? Yeah, I can hear that. Sorry. Ordinarily I try to switch out of work so I can watch the game or and, and then do the morning show the next day or whatever. But I decided it's just, it wasn't going to work out this weekend. I'm going to DVR the game and avoid the game. Major problems here. One, I'm in sports. Should probably pay attention to what's going on. Right. But yeah. it's a game that's not – pertinent to our viewers yeah now second problem did you have it set up though to where if something that you 100 percent had to have in your news ca- in your sports yeah, cast happened yeah. that somebody would tell you talk to our news right? producers i said right. if somebody's shot right. i need to know right yeah um okay. second problem that made this the most difficult it's on our air it's a game on nbc we're an nbc affiliate i'm turning off tvs in the newsroom and worse than it don't, being... I don't want the volume. I right. said to our news producer, I'm like, obviously, I'm not going to tell you don't, don't watch the game. And I don't even care if you react. I just don't want to know what's going on. I don't want to hear the volume off. And worse than it being on our air, yeah. our newscast doesn't come on until after, right? Right. So now you have to 
have some sense of sure. at least where you are in the yep. game. You, you know, you have to have an idea of something that you're trying to totally avoid, right. which yep. is frustrating. I'm off Twitter. Yep. I'm off ESPN.com. I am off the grid. The, my phone is blowing up. I'm not paying attention to it. Good thing you taught me about the no preview of text messages. So right. I just see who's texting me but not what. Right. So I get home last night. We go on late, obviously, after the game. I know the game went to overtime. I still don't know how it got there oh. or who won or what the scenario is. I know, I know I'm know, i in for an overtime watch on the DVR. Mm. I get home. I don't start watching until a little before 1 o'clock, and I'm not in bed until after 3.30. Game goes to OT. I'm, I'm fast-forwarding through commercials and halftime, obviously. Um, and they lose in overtime. And they lose in overtime, and it's 3.45 in the freaking morning? Is it? Would it have been more difficult to accept the loss? I mean, a loss is a loss, and a playoff loss is a playoff loss. Would it have been more difficult to accept the loss if they just don't convert on 4th and 20 and the game ends that way? I mean, they make this incredible play on 4th right. and 20, yep. backed up in their own territory. Yeah, Roger throws a ball out of his end line. zone. Yeah. You get the first down, the drive continues, but you still need a miracle. Then they get one on a the Hail last Mary play. Hail Mary from 42 yards right. or whatever it was. For the second yeah. time this year now. Right. I mean, so the other one was 61. After all that, yeah. Then they get to overtime, yeah. lose the coin toss, yeah. Cardinals score. Is it is that more difficult to accept because of how close they get? And, and, and as I'll tell you this, as a fan, for me, just watching it, when that happens, especially if you're, if you're someone who's on the fence and you don't have a real rooting interest, when that happens, 100% want them to win the game. After the Hail Mary. Yeah, because yeah. you want that to stand right. up. You want that to – I mean, that's, right. that's one of the best plays ever. And you feel if, like you know, they just pulled that off? Right. Well, they're going to win this game exactly. now. So does that make it tougher to accept, losing that way? No, I would I – would, Always rather lose that way than get blown out. Yeah, and you get people who are like, "Nah, I'd rather not even be in the game than go through the pain of being so." Cl-. No way, I'd rather be painstakingly close to my team winning than just not even showing up. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want my team to get blown so out. No, definitely. But just because they made the comeback in that fashion and then lose, no. I mean, okay. because honestly, that a hail mary like that's a fluke play, right? I mean, you haven't. I don't know if you earned that touchdown. Yeah. It's a, it'd be a hell of a story. Well, that's and that's the thing. As but, a fan, you root for the sto- unless you have like a real serious rooting interest in either team, you root for the story. And the story is obviously better if that leads to winning the playoff sure. game. You know. Yeah. But don't say they didn't deserve it because how the Cardinals got in the end zone right before, right before that. that. I know. But, but great defensive play to yeah. deflect, and it just. You it know, was a wild up. game for what was a low-scoring game. Man, they went to overtime, tied at twenty. It was yeah. a wild game for for yeah. a low-scoring game. You know, the coin doesn't flip. I know. In overtime, know. it was like just one weird thing, yeah. unusual play after another. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Now I guess I can just watch the playoffs. And I don't know. It's no fun. No, it sucks. But I DVR the game because you can't be in that work environment with people who aren't necessarily don't necessarily care about the game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a lot. There's actual work going on, so I figured I let me just focus on my job, not worry about the game. I'll go home right. and watch Despite it. Despite it being your job, poured a couple <laughs> yeah. of scotches and watched the game. Oh boy, jeez, you know. Yeah. And ha- and then you, you can't fall asleep right away. No, of that. course not. No, because even you're... though it's as brutal as it was, now I'm on. Now I, I've moved upstairs. Now I'm in bed. I'm I'm watching post game. Yeah, I'm watching post game. 
The adrenaline. I have going. to go through so you, all of that no, pain again. Boy, but not the next game. day. I I did not today. I'm off today. I'm whatever. I'm not. I'm not watching the highlights again today. But you have to see the post game. I want to see Rogers. Oh yeah, well, no. I, see, see, I it. just meant because the energy'd be up and, no, and the way they lost, no. you'd be frustrated. Couldn't go to sleep. No, I'm watching the breakdown. You're watching the. Yeah, I'm watching, see, I would have yeah. want to avoid that no. like a plague. No, you got no. Yeah, you got to go through it. Here, and the the biggest issue of all is I would have been at the game. The problem is I didn't win the Powerball. Okay. $1.5 billion. Got to $1.6 $1. almost. $1.6 yep. yep. billion. Dollars. Mm-hmm. Three people. There were three winning tickets. Three winning tickets. They'll all take home after a lump sum and taxes like 200 mil, right? I believe Something it's in that range. Yeah, it was, it was three-something, I think, before tax. What's the first thing you do with an obscene amount of money like that? Don't I don't want to hear payoff loans. Well, that is fun. the first. The oh, very first thing what, you do is What's the first fun thing you do with an obscene amount of money like that? Well, I'm not going back to work like okay. these idiots. Now, what I what I said <laughs> the the the, people, the, 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 the winners couple. in Tennessee, yeah. yeah, who stepped forward. Oh, our life's not really going to change. We're not looking to buy a house. We're going to keep working and you know just have these millions of dollars. Whatever. Go screw yourself. My what I I would Put yes, in. they don't deserve, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would put in my two weeks notice. Okay. And still work. Yep. I mean, I would still want to You have to do something. Yeah. I I wouldn't I would put in my two weeks. Okay. Work for two weeks. Okay. But I wouldn't work the rest of the week that you won because you've got to you know, arrange shit sure. and yeah, yeah, see your okay. financial guy. But, I mean, but I wouldn't life, just up and quit and be like, hey, I'm not coming in tomorrow because I don't think that's good. But in life, you wouldn't keep a job of some sort. What would you I do? I wouldn't keep this job. No. No. Okay. Can we get back to my the original freaking question, please? Yeah. What's the first fun thing you buy, do with with that money? You got to travel, go to sporting events. I mean, I would I'd go to the Super Bowl this okay. year. That'd probably be the first big fun thing. All right. There you go. Good. Um, out to San Francisco, maybe wine country for a week mm, before the game. Yeah. Then you go to the Super Bowl. I like it. All right. Okay. What about you? I, you know, one thing I always thought I would do is, like, rent out a cruise ship. Okay. And just invite whoever wanted to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Big open invite to even just acquaintances. We'd just have a freaking party and go on a cruise. Good. Get the hell out of winter for a little bit. Now, with that kind of money, if you hit the jackpot on your own. Oh, my God. Okay, the big, and I'm getting the big, $800 million? Yeah, and yeah. that's the take home. What do you – is there a big purchase you would make? Is there something you would invest in, like a pro sports team or no. a business or a company? Would you, you, you want to start bo- your own business? Can, can I give you the boring answer? Sure. I would start a foundation of some. I don't know what exactly, but I would start a foundation of some sort that that would then become my my work, right? That would be, then become my life's work. I wouldn't have a job per se, but I'd be the chair or founder. What do you of, mean of some sort? You have to have something. A in charitable mind. foundation. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I, mean, I can't combat childhood cancer better than St. Jude, right? I mean, there are certain. I, I don't know what found kind of foundation you could set up that you're going to do better at than what is already established i i don't know i don't know i but i'd I'd find i would certainly find something that would be a charitable foundation that i could chair and and be and that would become my life's work Hmm. i I have i would have to do something i can't i can't say i'm never going to work again no i have to do something 
Right. I said I would buy our TV station. Yeah, I love this idea. And open it up as part of a restaurant. Yeah. So the dining room of the restaurant is in the studio, which is glassed off. So you basically, you know how people go and watch the Today Show, right? Yep. You know, through the windows. So you'd be able to essentially sit in the studio and see the operation at work while you have the news on piping through the, you know, audio in the dining room. And then, so the anchors can't see you or anything like mm-hmm. that. But um, And then at the end of the newscast... The anchors would come out, talk to people, you know, get some immediate viewer feedback. Would you like this story, whatever? And then you could work them off each other. If you want to promote things at the restaurant, yep. on the air, you can sure. do that to bring people in and uh, really connect with the viewers. One I like of the things it. we always talk about. Would here. people go to this restaurant? I think they would. First of all, the food would have to be good. Right. But a lot of people, you know, I go outside the office just wearing the station jacket, mm-hmm. anything that has sta- the station logo on, and people go up to you, hey, do you know Bob Kovacic? Blah, right. blah, blah. You know, they, like, they like the on-air people. They want to feel like – and it makes you feel like you have a – anytime you can have a more personal touch. I mean, the whole point of um, – in delivering the news right. is – well, in terms of how you deliver it is to be conversational and to make – to make it feel make the viewer feel like you're just their friend mm-hmm. and you have this kind of personal connection and what more way to establish personal connection than to have them you know be what's on and you know you could also bring back kind of that not that you would uh not that a lot of the news content is really geared toward families but a lot of families yeah, do watch every, the news at home right i did growing up yeah exactly you, you'd, so you'd sit at the dinner table the news was on right it was peter jennings right so you you know, kind of like, as I feel like that's probably being lost a little bit mm. in society now. So, kind of bring that back, like, maybe even have specials, like, bring the family and it's this. And then at the end, you know, come out and you get to talk with the anchors and that kind of stuff. Now, we're doing be... the 11 o'clock news, too. Is the bar open? Yeah, you like that, right? Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Could do that and have the have it be a, and then, a sports bar. There you go. Or whatever. In between. Yeah, when, you're, when the news isn't on the air, you would still be open as a restaurant yeah. for normal restaurant hours, whatever. Um it would take some some more fleshing out. Yeah, sure. And, you know, winning the Powerball. Well, that too. Yeah. Now it's down to like 40 million or something. Who wants that? What am I doing with that Come money? Come on. Right. No, are you going to buy a ticket? How's that helping me? No. All right. What would Zach buy do with that money? I, we can't even go there with him. No, we can't. It would be it would be too much. <laughs> right. It would be too too much. All right, Bags, let's bring Zach in here now, finally. Uh, We do this all the time, you and I, and it's done at bars across the country. Debates over sports in general, but you and I are big basketball fans. Zach is a monster NBA guy, and we finally need to get a little authority on all-time starting fives. Yes. Current starting fives. Mm -hmm. Who do you start a franchise with? We did some of this with Lang Whitaker a few weeks ago, and we had him on from NBA TV. Uh, but let's bring Zach in. Zach, man, always good to talk to you, brother. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. You guys do a great job. I listened from the very first episode, and I catch a piece of typically every single one you guys post on Twitter and stuff. So He's I, a good liar. Wow. I, yeah, I, that's great. Yeah. I appreciate... Uh, He's the one. You guys. <laughs> exactly. And and Zach's got <laughs> he's got two really good stories uh, from NBA game experiences that, uh, that he'll share with us here, too. All right, well, I, let, let's talk about this, Zach, because... I think guys like you and I kind of just had a very brief Twitter exchange a few nights ago about a guy Kawhi Leonard of yeah. the Spurs, who yeah. I think if I'm if I'm going to pick a starting five currently, he's my two guard. Now, 
I don't know. I mean, currently, right? So Kobe's not in the discussion. But it might be in Zach's oh, discussion. Can I just say something? Yeah. <laughs> Was I out of line on Twitter for saying he yeah, needs well, to cut? Yeah, so well, here. He needs to cut what, his corners What did you off. say? You said. That's a conclusive he's, statement. He's he stubborn needs, because what? His cornrows are still on his head. Right. Like that'd be like He's the, the only guy. Who's like guy. refusing to get a cell phone is like still wearing around a beeper. Like, no, like I'm good. Like I'm good. Like, no, like just cut your cornrows off. It's yeah. there. And I said he could go mm. full buckwheat for all I care. Like the guy's the best two guard in the He's league. Trim- he is I love every single part of him. All right. But okay, okay If he sucked, would it matter what the hairstyle was? <clears throat> no, because I, right? I mean I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't care. Right. The the, the only reason I care is because he he is so good and I li- I love every part of him and have since San Diego State and it's just it, it seems like he is going out of his way to <laughs> troll the rest of us and be like, yo <laughs> I, I still got still him. Got Iverson from 97. <laughs> Come on, right? man. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, all right, so I'm, I'm going to put Leonard as my two guard, but there are other guys in the discussion, right? Like, is Kevin Durant a two in the league? I, mean, I, I guess. I guess. Because, yeah. yeah. All right, so yeah. who, are, who yeah. would be your active starting five? You can right. pick anybody at each position. Um, okay, so... Uh, was well, he trying to build the best team with his five, or just literally the best, most skilled talent at one through five? Because there's a difference there. Yeah, there is. Because then I think most people, if we put Durant and Leonard next to each other, everyone would pick Durant. If we're just talking, like, pick the best guy at each position, right? I mean, it, it, instead of give me the give me the most well-rounded starting mm-hmm. five, right? Right. Okay, so so I'll, I'll, this pick them however you want. Yeah, I was gonna say the, the way I interpret your question, I I still think that if I have a game to win, and I know his resume is not the best, but I think he's the most authoritative point guard in the league, and has been for some time. Chris Paul, I'm still taking Chris Paul, um, and I and I know people disagree with that, but for me, Chris Paul is still. I think he's the most competitive guy. And you know, I, Steph Curry's a point guard. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best player on the planet. You know what? I still have to almost and and and, and you say it in jest. Yeah. But I still almost have to remind myself that Steph Curry is a point guard. I know. It's and I true. still have to remind myself ways, that yeah. Russell Westbrook yeah. is a point guard yeah. because yeah. these guys score the basketball so freaking much. Um, but but you're right. I mean, you're right, Sean. It, it, Steph Curry is a point guard. Kevin Durant is a two guard, right. and sometimes I ha- you have to like cognitively say, okay, so I'm gonna be the have the weakest spine ever, and say I'm not taking Chris Paul, I'm taking Steph Curry. <laughs> but wait a minute, well, wait, no, yeah, 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 no, 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 no. But what no. if the way you build your team? What if what if there are not enough shots? Where what if Curry could you, you in a sense s- hurt your roster if you're gonna have LeBron and others? You know what? You know what? I I I. Man, this is the, this is the ultimate waffling. But I th- I think that you're right. I think I think Steph Curry is a good enough point guard and has good enough vision to be a, a true point guard with a Kevin Durant at the two, LeBron at the three. Um, uh, See, Sean and Anthony I have Davis almost at the four. identical. We have almost identical starting fives. I think well, they're close. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. So you're going Curry at the one. Yeah, are you going Durant you at know, the two? I don't. I, I don't think there's a wrong answer here, but but yeah, Curry at the one, Durant at the two, LeBron, LeBron. at the small forward position, yeah. uh, Anthony Davis at the four. I guess you, I guess you could put him at the five. Yeah, too. I would. Um, I'd probably go Anthony Davis at the four and go. Um, 
See, this is where you run into a problem with the five, that, and that's why <laughs> Demarcus I would make... Cousins probably at the five. Mm, interesting. And, 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 and I am not a Demarcus Cousins guy, as from like a personal standpoint, but he is a bad boy. Yeah, no one in the league can guard him. He's he can he can literally, and now he's even stretching his game further out. But he's the ultimate face-up guy. He's a true banger on the low block. He's like a, almost like a throwback when he steps inside steps inside the paint, um, and when he wants to, and it, when he wants to. Defensively, he he's he's a problem. Um, I I think Curry uh, uh, at the one or two, Durant three, LeBron four, Anthony Davis five, Demarcus Cousins. I think that's a, a pretty good starting five. Right, I don't I, think there's wrong answers. I am. I there there are, and you had one. I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, Zach and I do radio all the time, and we like to get after each other, no doubt. I, love it. I, I go Curry. Leonard, and I guess we're going to approach it from a little bit of a different angle because I'm I'm I just think like okay, well I need somebody who can shut down defensively, so I'm going to take Kawhi Leonard. I think he's the best defensive player in the he, NBA. He's incredible. Then I'm going to go LeBron, obviously. Then I'm going. This is I even I I'm stealing this one from Sean. I'm going to go Aldridge at the four and Anthony Davis at the five. Those are my five. You like Curry? Davis better than Cousins? Yes. Because I can't deal with Demarcus Cousins, and for, and, and for he can the record, play, but I don't want him on my team. Mm. I just want, I, th- I think yeah. all, I think Aldridge is, is a wrong answer. You think he's overrated? Yeah, I do. Overrated? I don't think I don't think he is. This a, is the problem. I, he has been in Portland and now San Antonio. If he played for the Knicks, he'd be the best power forward on the planet. I'm 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 just telling you from my myself and my opinion. I think Aldridge is a little bit overrated, a little bit soft. And I haven't seen him make enough winning plays. The guy's got a terrific turnaround jumper. He's long. He's got all the uh, the skill sets. But I watched him for years in Portland, underachieve. I don't think that he's a authentic winner. That's why I wanted to go. He's with going Chris to win a Paul. title this year. Yes, he yes he will because he's literally he's 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 plugged himself into, and in, in the most underrated team in NBA. Yeah, that system's off the charts. Yeah. All right. All right. If you could, if you could. You can, you can move guys around. Any I mean, way you, you did want. just tell me Aldridge isn't a winner, but Cousins is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I think I think that I think that Cousins is a, also a, a product of just the, in the opposite way that San Antonio is. I think, and he's part yeah, of the problem. Sacramento's Don't get me wrong. Dysfunctional. Yes. But he he is part of the problem. But but I think he is just on as a as a raw talent. He may be. He's he he's raw talent. He's the top five player yeah. in the league right yeah. now. I, I think. Yeah. He's very good. Yeah. He's very talented. <laughs> I want to know, though, you were you seem like you wanted to get Chris Paul in there. Is there a way, would you ever consider mm-hmm. having Curry at the two, since you say he more or less plays like a two, to get Paul in, or you? it's more important to have Durant? I mean, I, honestly, I don't, I don't think there's a wrong answer. I think these guys are so great. We're talking about Hall of Famers. Really. Yeah. Chris Paul is a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best point guards of all time. Steph Curry is the best. Like, the point of the game is to put the basketball in the hoop. He is the best professional scorer I've seen along with Kobe that I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I, I think if you told Steph Curry you're at the two, handle a little bit less, play off the ball just a little bit, I think he would excel just like he is at the one. So I, I don't think there's a wrong answer. I really don't. I think these guys are that great. I think this, this NBA class, this era, is not getting enough credit in the moment. It's the best basketball that's ever been played. And I know people disagree with that. We cling to the 80s and we're nostalgic about it. I think this group of players in the last decade 
15 years is the most refined. It's the prettiest, smoothest basket. There's no doubt. I mean, the 80s and 90s were rougher, tougher, uglier, and, and people hold on to that because that was like man basketball. Well, it was literally a different game. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. completely. You, you, you played in mud a lot of nights. You right. know, I mean, here they're out on ice and, and skating around. I mean, it's it's the fastest we've ever it's seen. It's the same the game, way right? the NFL has changed. The yeah. NFL used to be, you know, run the football, get stops, you know, grind it out. Everyone smudged together in the middle of the field, hitting an A-gap. And now <laughs> guys are sideline to sideline. Yep. Guys throw for 400 yards routinely. We watched college guys a week ago throw for 400 yards throw four times it's just different it, it's 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 just different totally different I, all right to your point, don't Sean. don't ditch out on this who's your five all right well i have to have curry on the team because i think he is well as you say he's clearly the best scorer in the game and although i don't like his him as like a pure point guard guy if i've got lebron on my team and he can kind of facilitate a yep. little bit then i'm okay with that um so I'll I'll go Curry. I'm gonna need a little more defense in that backcourt, so I'll, I'm gonna take Leonard as well, and then LeBron. Uh, and Aldridge was my idea, so I'm yep. gonna stay with him there. <laughs> yeah. And I like Cousins at five, even though he's a head case. I mean, you know, this would be uh, a fantasy situation anyway, right, where right. who knows who the coach yeah. would be, and, and in that and look, team he wouldn't mess around. No, LeBron's because, yeah. gonna keep yeah, him LeBron. in line, right? So yeah. I'm okay with that, and I think, you know. Whatever softness Aldridge might have, you can make up for that with Cousins down the block. So I think that would be the best well-rounded five. But weeks ago, we had this conversation in the newsroom. Who would you start an NBA franchise with today? And we weren't split, but there were only two names we really threw out there. One was Steph Curry, which Mm. I think we all pretty much agreed that was going to be the guy. But the other was Anthony Davis. So what? The the Pelicans are having a bad year. All of a sudden, Anthony Davis sucks? N- no. Neither you guys want Anthony Davis. And I, had, I had Anthony Davis. He's he's, oh, you, he's your four, right? And I don't think like if you. I mean, think about what you guys just did. You, you, you just guys like Aldridge, put Aldridge so, okay. over Anthony Davis. No, no, no. I, no, I put I put Aldridge over Cousins. Okay. I mean, Davis is on the team. Anthony. He's Davis, my five. Yeah, right. Anthony Davis. You talk about a winner. Yeah. And a guy who is willing to temper his scoring to be a winner. Uh, he, Anthony Davis, I think uh, when it's all said and done, is going to be in another fifteen years. I think we'll in another fifteen years. If, if I want to win, if I want to win this season, yeah, I'd rather have Aldridge and Cousins, Cousins. Wow. up front than Davis and Aldridge. Aldridge, yeah. yeah, okay. All right, who would you start a franchise with if you if you had the number one pick? Anthony Davis. Okay. Anthony Over Davis. Curry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I think that he's he is the he is the poster boy of the new generation. Guy who is six eleven, shoots the basketball like a guard. I mean, if you if you um if you were able to like minimize and maximize like a screen on a computer and you just like like made him smaller and watched him shoot, you'd say that's a really good guard. He shoots the ball and the way he shoots the a lot of times with big guys because yep. the rim stays right. the same. Yep. They shoot it straight. His shots go 13, 14, 15 feet in the air. He runs like a deer defensively. I mean, he's a fly swatter. He, you know, I, I love the guy, and I think he's a winner. Most importantly, I think he's a winner. Um, 
they are having a down year. It's been yeah. disappointing. But, um, but but I, I, I think that Anthony Davis, he's the real That's because they made a good decision. They fired Monty Williams to get a better coach, right? Oh, yeah. All, all these teams think, like, hey, we made the playoffs. Oh, but shit, we were the eight seed. We can do better. Well, let's fire the guy. And Oh, that didn't. Is that, your answer Curry, though? That didn't work. Start. Curry's my answer. Yes. Hmm. It's interesting. It's a guards league, I think. Now it may transition. Well, maybe that's in, why you'd want to. In the next ten years, it may trend. No, I, I want the best guard. Hmm. It may transition in the next ten years to go back to a big man league. I don't know, um, but I, I, I think this is a, a great debate, and there's no and there's no wrong answers. When you talk about, and I know this is what we're going to get to eventually, all time starting five. I think there's only one answer. I think there's only there's th- th- either yeah. you have this five yeah. or you're wrong. <laughs> this is, oh, this is gonna be good. Then. Well, all right, hold on one second before we get to that. I want then if if there are the two obvious and it's Curry and Davis, yeah. who's the next guy? Who's the guy you'd start a franchise with mm. if you couldn't take either of those guys? I, I, I think it's you want cousins. I, no, 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 oh. no, no. I, I and this is oh, this counterintuitive is gonna be, this because is gonna he was be no, 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 no. He wasn't in my five. It, it may be Kawhi Leonard. Wow, really? You talk about another winner. He does everything. Yeah, I know. Everything. And he's so freaking competitive. Kawhi Leonard, to me, and, and again, it's, it's going against what I just say, what I just said in my five. So it's, I, I, I sound like a knucklehead. But Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, but you God take, Almighty. I mean, you, you take, we're, we're, we're taking guys based on their age. We're taking, you know, I mean, based on what they do. So maybe you're not taking a Durant or a LeBron because they've just been in the league longer. That, yeah, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. Well, yeah, and I think my answer would be Davis, and he wasn't in my five either. Yeah. Okay. Over Curry. You're taking Davis. Right. Wow. Mm. So, right. so, because so. he's young enough, and I think, and you want the, that position. The ceiling, the- and, I, and I'd rather have a big man because, like you say, it is more of a guards league. Then I want to separate by having the best big man in the league. It gives me an advantage, mm. you know, down in the paint. Okay. All right. All right. All time starting five. You said there's only one answer. Yeah. So by position. Now I think I think you and Sean will probably be right on. I'm no, I actually, so. no. There's no way. Uh, you'll you'll have at least one different position than okay. Zach. Then and, apparently I'm wrong. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I think I'm going to have one uh, one different as well. All right. So so by position, who do you like? So 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 by position, this is my team. Now and you I'm can't not... move like you can't move guys around. So like no 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 no. no so like no, Kobe's fine. not a three. Right. Yep yep. And yep. you know okay. Yep. So I, I'm not doing this based on resume. All right. I'm doing this just. This is. Just, what are we doing this based is, on? This is. This Talent. is just Zach. This is just Zach's opinion. At the one, Magic Johnson is the one. At the two, Michael Jordan is the two. At the three, LeBron James. At the four, Tim Duncan, and at the five, the most dominant player in NBA history. You drop him in any game in any era. Shaquille O'Neal is the best center of all time. When he was in L.A., footwork, athleticism, brute strength, skill set around the basket, ambidextrous around the basket. Wilt Wilt Chamberlain, I love him. Bill Russell, I love him. Kareem, I love him. Shaquille O'Neal would dominate these guys. I really believe that with all my heart. Hakeem, I, he got him when Shaq was a he's, little bit young. He's my he's my one guy that I might take at as my all time center instead of Shaq. I, I don't know that I would, but Hakeem would be the the one spot where I would challenge you on those five. I'm with you the rest of the way, 
and then I'm like hedging my bet on Shaq or Akeem. You know, you know my Elijah one. What was the five I gave you yesterday at the gym? You remember? Of course not. (laughs) Magic. Oh, I thought. Okay, I thought. I thought that's where we're gonna have the difference of opinion. Okay. Magic. Yeah. Jordan. Jordan. LeBron. LeBron. Duncan, Duncan, Shaq. Correct. There you go. It was exact right. same five. <laughs> Yo. It was exact same five. If, yeah. I, had, if I had the entire league mm-hmm. in, in, in the history of the game, in the history of the game of that. They just high-fived, by the way. <laughs> Sean and Zach just high-fived. He puts it up there. I can't leave him hanging. <laughs> no, I know. I know. <laughs> if I had every single player and we were to magically wave a, a, a Juan Patrona style. And I had every <laughs> single player in league history, and we magically made them all in their prime. My oh, number one my. pick overall is Shaquille O'Neal to start a team round. Shaquille O'Neal, number wow. one overall. That's o- over over Mike over everyone. But doesn't th- okay because but, of his position probably more than but anything. Now, but now doesn't that answer the question? If I were to say, if I were to ask you, who's the greatest player of all time? But how are you now differentiating? Because, because the because answer then, is Michael result, Jordan. Results matter. Results matter when you're having that conversation. Right, but he's got four rings. I mean, it's not like he's short on championships. He, he, no, but I saw him. He didn't do it for long enough for me. Like, longevity is, is a portion of the conversation. And he underachieved. Uh, that matters to me. But if you're talking about one game and go win you one game, I mean, Shaq in 2002 was a bulldozer. Now, I, now no, but if, if you but, want to win one game, give me number 23. There, you talk about competitiveness. There's nobody <laughs> more competitive than Michael Jordan. And if you say to, if you say this is the last game of your life, you have to win, there's nobody beating him. Nobody. I don't care if you're 7'2", 340, whatever Shaq weighed. And that's why I kind of threw in a caveat there. So his position matters. Because the one and the five are more different than any other positions. Yeah. Because you can put the basketball in their hands virtually whenever you want. Mm-hmm. The one is going to have it, and the mm-hmm. five can always receive it. Jordan played off the ball. And I think that on a possession-by-possession possession basis, Shaq is a, is a necessity to give him the basketball on every single possession besides transition without without any excuse. He has to touch it. Yeah, and I, I think you're both making – I mean, you, you can – I agree with you about Jordan. You got to take him in one game. But I also think it makes sense where if you want to take one guy to start a team – it could be yeah. somebody other than Jordan. Sure. If you're talking about winning, you know, a number of games, and you're not going to take the full resume into account. Because I agree that he was the most. Well, I mean, Jordan. Jordan had dominated in a different way, so it's kind of tough yeah, to did. say he's Shaq's the most dominant. Uh, yeah, I'm, not, look, I'm not sure I'm ready to I say never that. saw Jordan lose. That's what I know. He was six and zero. Right. I saw Shaq lose to a Pistons team that may not have a Hall of Famer. Right. I saw him lose to a Pistons team that may not have a Hall of... I, Jordan right. doesn't lose that. He and, doesn't. And, and, and that's part of the reason that why I, I can't give Shaq greatest of all time. But I don't think those are... I think are, the issue, too, though, those, right, those is... Those two things are... Well, now you're no. taking the resume into account when you're and, talking about the greatest of all and, time, whereas you weren't before. Exactly. We're just taking a guy in his Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I can't... I'm not comfortable what, saying Okay, what happens with the five, though, because... If Shaq is this dominant player, and I'm picking on him for this one NBA Finals, I know, but if Shaq is this dominant player, and I'm not even at the magic loss to the Rockets is whatever. They, they had no chance. They got swept. But if Shaq is this dominant player with the Lakers, and he's this five, and he can have the ball whenever he wants, well, I mean, he, he's got to go win that series then. 
Jordan, well, see, I think, but, the, I think a guard, even Jordan, that. who's not a point guard, he can get the ball whenever he wants. Th- th- this is why I say I'm not right? comfortable saying he's the greatest because he underachieved, and that's a prime example of that. Yeah. He was, Shaq, in 2001 and 2002, he was a different player than he was in 2004 or 5. Sure. He had gotten comfortable, yep. and he had gained weight, and he was not as driven. That's, but, but again, I... I think those two things are separate. You know, going to win a game. Shaq in two, in the year two thousand, he made a mockery of the league. Yeah, and I know Jordan did that at times too. But Shaq did it in such a bruiser way. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he didn't. Like, there's two ways to rob people, rob someone. You can take their money, or you can beat the living hell <laughs> out of them, and 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 then take their money. Shaq. Beat the living hell out of the entire league. There wasn't a center who you could even comfortably say he's second in the league behind them. You had to leave a vacant spot at second and third and go to fourth because he was just that far ahead of everyone. Mm. I don't disagree. I mean, but I would still start a team with Jordan. <laughs> Magic one, Jordan two, LeBron three. This gets kind of boring. Duncan four, and like I said, the five is the only place where I maybe hedge and and go with a guy like Elijah Wan because he because he gives me a little more diversity at that position. He's as good a shot blocker as any center in yeah. in history yeah. almost. Yeah. Um, better footwork, more offensively skilled than Shaq. There's no doubt. I mean, he he shot the ball better than Shaq. Nobody had the dream shake. I mean, Shaq like definitely you said, shot Shaq, the ball better. Shaq would just brute you. Hakeem could I'm get not- around you. And I, I think more offensively skilled. Shaq really had to develop his game. I don't as he like grew. the way you just brushed away <laughs> Shaq's footwork. No, Shaq's footwork yes. was incredible. Yes, but it took him a long time. The footwork was, but a lot of times that shot put of of a post move, it, it took time for him to refine that. He couldn't make free throws. Olajuwon was clearly more skilled. Yeah. More, more right. skilled. I, I, That's all I'm saying. I agree with you. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yep, yep, yep. But that said, that said, how do I. How do I not still say uncle and go Shaq, right? I mean, you have to. Yeah. You've got, yeah, I mean, with Duncan and Shaq, you've got two big men who might not be able to make you a big free throw down the stretch. Although, you know, when push comes to shove and the game's on the line, they were better than when, when, you know, just that clear on a set of, exactly, and crunch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. TNT all the time. Yeah, yeah. When they mattered, I would make them. But, you know. And you're right. If I've got Duncan, I don't need Elijah Wan to step out and hit a shot because Duncan's banking 17 footers all day long. Tim Duncan. I've I've been wanting top to ten say player this. all time. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. I think he's he. I think he's I think he's number eight. And, he's, I, and and it's funny you think he's eight all time, but you think a guy like Aldridge is overrated and a little bit soft because yeah. to me they're very similar. They are D- Duncan. Duncan is just a winner. He just has the right. Like yeah. he has elevated everyone at all times around him. I don't know if Aldridge makes everyone better. We're I'm, about to. Um, yeah, we're going to find out. Right. In a I was few say, years, maybe he doesn't right? yet, but yeah, you know. But I mean, the guy's been in the league for the better part of a decade. Yeah, his bet. His, his. If you were yeah. to show a, a, a chart of his best days, the majority of them have already passed. Look, San Antonio signed him. They're like, we're going to go win it this year, and then the, the rest of the four years left on his contract, we'll see what happens. Right? I mean, when did Aldridge come in the league? He came, he's been in the league for like eight years. Yeah, probably eight years. But you pair him with Leonard now, if assuming Duncan and Ginobili walk away, I don't know. Aldridge is tremendous. But But when we're splitting hairs, which we're forced to do in a conversation like this, I 
I pull in the reins with Aldridge. I, 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 I'm, I'm just not all in with him. All right, okay. Fair I enough. feel the same way about Cousins, though. Yeah. Oh, so it, I, it's just you know, look, they're they're both going to put up numbers. <laughs> Which one's going to win? I don't know. You've got two great stories you got to share with us. One of them is about uh, he could be on. He could be in a lot of people's starting five all time at the power forward position. Right, I mean, he's one of the great fours of all time. Totally, Kevin Garnett. Totally, what at what went down in a locker room with you and Kevin Garnett? Where so, and when <laughs> first? <laughs> okay, so this is like three this years is, ago. This four is no, it's like four years ago. Okay. It's like my first year out of college. Uh, the, the Celtics come into town, and once a year in Albany, they do Knicks Celtic or uh, 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 you know a regional New York team, Brooklyn yep. Knicks, whatever Celtics, and then they. Do an exhibition game. Yeah, I was at, by the way, I was at the Nets Sixers showcase oh, this year. Boy. You want to see basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, go ahead. No. So, 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 so these guys, it was Knicks, it was Knicks, uh, Celtics, and uh, I got a guy uh, who's a friend of mine, uh, Mike Decker, he works down there. He's been working there for years. And they said they needed a, a uh, liaison between the folks who work for the Celtics and the folks who work for, 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 for Excuse me. Work for the TU. So if they needed an extra towel, if yep. they needed more, you know, whatever, I was the guy that said, "Hey, the Celtics need blank." So, so uh, the Celtics are out of toilet paper, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so, so uh, I'm in the locker room with these guys. All right. So they gave me the choice. You can pick the Knicks locker room or the Celtics locker room. I said, "All right, I'm going to pick the Celtics locker room because they have more veterans, and I feel like veterans have more perspective, and they'd be more willing to, you know, um, less arrogant and less, you sure. know, whatever. Maybe take a picture with Garnett me, maybe. and Pierce. Is Rondo on the team? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Garnett, Pierce, Rondo, all those guys. Allen too. Uh, uh, no, he was not there anymore. Okay. I don't believe. Went to Miami already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, <clears throat> so I'm in the locker room with these guys. So the night starts. The night starts. These guys like. Not liking the team meal that they got. And Darko is the first one. Darko Milicic. <laughs> he's the first one to send me to go get chicken fingers and fries from the arena. Oh so I go. God. So this, there's, there's so many little nuances to the story. And I'm trying to make this quick because we could do this for an hour and a half with, with this particular story. Uh, or any other I tell because I ramble. <laughs> but, so he goes, he goes, this meal, you can go get chicken finger, hot dog, whatever. Dude, and he takes a lot of money. Out, and it was only hundreds. He must have been holding three thousand um, uh, dollars <laughs> on him cash. So he sends me to go get them. So I go get chicken fingers and fries. And then Tyron Lou sees me come in with chicken fingers and fries. He's like, "Yo, where you get chicken and fries?" He's like, "Yo, go get me some." So I went and got him some. Blah blah. So I'm running errands for, for these guys like this, right? So <clears throat> they let me sit on the bench, which was awesome. That I was sitting on the second bench. Uh, the, the bench behind right. where the assistant coaches sit right. and everything like this. And there's a great picture of myself and uh, Garnett when the, the camera panned. I'm, <laughs> it, with the way the depth worked, it looked like I'm sitting right next to him, yeah. but I'm actually sitting right behind him. So at halftime, they go, hey, they go, you, uh, you got to start getting things ready for the post game. So I had to... I had to fill these Gatorade things with, um, with ice so all the players could like, stick their feet in them, stuff like that. But I had gotten to the arena at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, they told me to get there. And I, I forgot to eat before. I was so excited, and I just I didn't eat, whatever. So now it's like 9.30 at night. Yep. Starving. I'm starving, but I'm also working really hard because I want to just I want to do a good job for these guys. So I'm, I'm doing everything very assertively and, you know, go get this, boom, I'm, I'm on it, you know. Yeah. So after halftime, P. 
Pierce, Garnett, those guys didn't play in the game. Right. Those guys never went back out on the floor. Right. They just stayed in the locker room, right? Uh, they're just shooting the shit. And actually, the conversation that they were having was what WNBA players would they <laughs> throw in? That's secret. And, and who, who uh, were some yeah, of the leading? You yeah. know what? I don't actually remember because I was going back and forth, but I know they were like, well, he was like, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah you win. Come on, fam. Like, I would throw it in, you know, whatever. <laughs> so so, so I, I thought that was funny. So, <clears throat> so the locker room doesn't change from high school all the way right, to pros. Right, right. Okay. And yeah. I, actually, I was embarrassed for these guys, to be honest with you. The, Pierce and Garnett, their conversation back and forth, it was so ignorant. <laughs> and by... On a sentence-to-sentence basis, it was embarrassing. Mm. One, the way that they constructed said sentence. Yeah, yeah. And two, what they were actually saying, it was super ignorant, super offensive, you sure. know, whatever. Were you were you taken – did that surprise you at all, or were you like, you know what, figures? Um, it, it – it, I said figures. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, <clears throat> I was I was a little bit disappointed because I said to Paul, I, you know, I was in there with him. And I'm, so these guys are next to me the whole night. The only four people in the locker room were Paul Pierce, right. Kevin Garnett, Avery Bradley, who was injured, and Zach Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to Paul, I said, hey, first of all, I lied because I hate Paul Pierce. Right. Hate him. And I go, I go, Paul, I just want to let you know, you know, I've been watching you for years you're tremendous, and I, you're just the man, and I really respect you, and whatever. I never saw someone appreciate a gloss, <laughs> a, 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 no, a, 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 a not appreciate a gloss. Like oh. he literally didn't give a shit. Put put out his hand for a handshake. It was like a dead fish thing. Uh-huh. Like no one like ever taught him how to like shake hands, and basically didn't even acknowledge he's like appreciate it just like you know didn't even make eye contact with me whatever you know which is I thought kind of whack he's the truth so (laughs) he sure is so 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 I'm running around these guys see that I'm working diligently or whatever so they brought in this spread post game spread for the players for kings I mean we're sitting at a table that's probably Right now, uh, uh, Sean and Chris yeah, and I conference room twelve style table. feet yep. long or something like that. Yep. It was about a table like this, and it was filled. I mean, with in- incredible amounts of food. And I'm so hungry. I'm starting to, you know, legitimately, you know, get pains, and was like, you know, I feel sick. They had these chicken balls. Chicken balls. <laughs> like little is... balls of chicken. Yeah, yeah. And as I'm going... Oh, I figured that. As, yeah. I'm going, <laughs> as I'm going in and out of the locker room, I'm smelling this food, and it's almost like, you know, like the house slave who's like, <laughs> like ooh, like that smells really good. Like, So I take one of these things and I freaking throw it in my mouth. And I hear the most... <laughs> booming voice <laughs> from across the room. And I remember the words still vividly. He goes, yo, Joe, don't even do that, Joe. And it was, how, how do you I even react? Like I did Your anything. name isn't Joe. How do you even react? Like, so, 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 so I was hoping that he wasn't talking to me. Right. Dude, I Somebody knew. named Joe <laughs> right. was doing something stupid. But I knew that he was talking to me. Right. And I just freaking like coil. I'm like, oh my God. So you're, I, he's behind you. And I turn around. Yeah. Garnett was sitting down. He was sitting on his butt and with his legs spread out. He pops up. And in the most demonstrative way that he could, he is waving his finger 
like like this two, is he, this, two, uh, index and middle finger out, thumb up in like the shape of a gun, and he's like waving it, doing like the street thing. He goes, "Yo, dude!" He's like, "Yo, dude!" He's like, "He's like that." He goes, "That shit is for the players." And I was so afraid and like caught off guard yeah. as I'm. I literally the only word, and I remember this: the only thing that I could muster coming out of my mouth, I said, "Whoa!" <laughs> you said, "Whoa!" I said, "Whoa!" So wait a minute. So you say, "Whoa!" Is the chicken still in your mouth? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I had <laughs> hadn't even chewed. He had reacted. He had no. He, he had reacted to this like I, I like I had some serious personal yeah. stuff. So he goes, "That shit is for the players." He goes, "Get your ass out of this locker room." He goes, "Don't let the door hit you on the way out." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And I like literally like recoil and like back out of the locker room. Now, in well, what are the other players doing? Retrospect, are they watching this? It was just Avery Bradley and Pierce. Oh, okay. No one. The, the game had not ended. Rest of the team isn't even yeah. yet. Gotcha. So, so I leave the locker room. The trainer, who had come in, who was coming in and out and getting stuff ready for post game. He comes out and finds me. He goes, hey, he goes, I just want to let you know. He goes, that had nothing to do with you. He goes, that's Kevin. He goes, he reacted like that to an assistant coach because an assistant coach from the Boston Celtics. His own coach. His own coach. Yeah. Had taken food before the players had eaten. Uh. Think about that. So and it, 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 this was a reality check for me and how the, the ego – of some of these guys because that assistant coach who and I don't know who it is he probably makes 180 grand a year right Paul Pierce is making 20 million dollars a year right when you have a discrepancy like that and you've been worshipped probably from the age of 13 when people realized that he was going to league from the area that he came from he just has had his way his entire life you know and he used me that day as his little, you know, that was that was his KG moment of the day. And he cursed me out and threw me out of the Celtics locker room. So, okay, so here's the follow-up, because this is the best part of the story. What, it's not that. The guy, I was doing such a good job for the, the Celtics, the guy who was in charge of this, he's the head equipment guy and everything like that. He takes a $100 bill out of his pocket after the game, or before the game, he goes, hey, this is for tonight. So after the game, I'm sorry, dude. I literally keep on like spits like flying. That's out why mouth. we have these <laughs> yeah. lovely little windscreens here. Going to hold it up in his direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, 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 at the end of the night, he goes, he goes, yo, he goes, you've been busting your ass for us. He's like, we really appreciate it. Takes money out of his pocket and gives me another hundred. And I told him, I said, I said, I said, oh, my, I really appreciate it. I'm a huge NBA fan. I go instead of the this money that you're about to hand me again. I said, what about like a Celtics like warm up or mm. something? He goes, take the money. He goes, I got you too. So he comes and fi- finds me with this a, is class pregame How Celtics this? Celtics warm up, and yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this is awesome. Now I have 200 cash in my pocket. It's my first year out of college, and well, it could be now, and I'm still like, right. yeah, <laughs> right, out. I'll take the yeah. 200. So I have 200 dollars and a Celtics warm up. But this traumatic thing just happened to me, and as the seconds go by, I'm like starting to stew. I'm like, I can't believe you didn't say anything. Like, I had, I'm like, I considered myself to be like, I have a, like a lot of pride. Uh, I had probably gotten at this point in my life, you know, six fist fights where I felt like, no, like this is going down because I feel disrespected and now we're fighting and banging out. 
I had been humbled so much by this guy. I'm like, I just felt like I was a foot tall. Everyone would have reacted the same way. Well, first of all, he's huge. He's intimidating. He's so on. He's so like on the edge of madness on the court, <laughs> right? That you don't know. You don't, right. you don't know what this guy can yeah. do. And that he's playing a game. Then I had personally offended right. this guy. Yeah, exactly. He, so, he did the most idiotic post game press conference after winning the NC after winning the the freaking NBA Finals. Sure. Hold every anything is possible. He's an idiot, and like you said, he borders on madness. So he yeah, was like he on ten at this moment. Right. So 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 I'm stewing. I'm like, shit. Like you should have been like, you know what, Ke- Kevin? Fuck you, man. <laughs> right, right. I've been here for <laughs> Could nine you imagine? hours. No. Could you imagine? No. Oh my god. Like I'm like the little white guy who's like. <laughs> You, Kevin. You know yeah. he would have popped. Oh, he probably would. Yeah, he would have. I would have had a nice little no lawsuit doubt. on my hands too. Uh, those guys probably wouldn't have testified against him. Though. <laughs> no. But but but, uh, but so so I, I'm stewing. I'm like I can't believe this has happened to me, and 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 I, I like incredibly humbled, and I feel disrespected and whatever. But I have two hundred hours in this thing, so there's reason to be happy. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Make the best of it, whatever. So the equipment guy goes, I I'm leaving on the first bus with Doc. He goes, here's your last responsibility. I had done a bunch of shit for him. He goes, here's your last responsibility. You need to collect these guys' shower shoes. They all have sandals. He goes, and their uniforms, and throw them in these two bags, huge hockey bags, you know? So all their sweaty stuff is coming off or whatever, and these guys are, you know, showering and stuff after the game. And um, (laughs) I have this bag of equipment, of, of uniforms, and I, this is like, this is probably 45 minutes after the game. There's less and less people by the minute around in the arena. And I'm carrying this bag out and I'm like, the 200 bucks in this warm up is great. Yeah. But, but I could. I could. Yeah. I'm right. holding the Celtics uniforms. So what I did was, <laughs> I had a, I put a towel around my neck and I had this thing and I went out to the bus and. The bus, the, you open up these doors and yeah. you put everything under the bus. Right. So I swung the bag underneath the bus but put my torso underneath the bus as well. And I had zipped the bag open on the end and made sure I had a pair of extra large shorts there. So I swung the bag underneath the bus. I pull out the shorts and I wrap them in the towel to make it look like I'm just holding a towel. <laughs> And I act like I my phone rang. This is like so conniving. I act like my phone rang, and I'm holding the thing and holding the towel. And I go, yeah, no, I can't talk right now, you know. And I took like a bunch of steps off, yep. maybe like you know, 200 feet or something. And I got between two trucks, <laughs> dropped my pants, oh my God. put the shorts on, yeah. Then put my jeans over. They were so sweaty. I started sweating right through my jeans. Or I wasn't starting sweating. Yeah, the sweat true, yeah. was going through my jeans. <laughs> so it turns out these were game-worn. Uh, 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 now I'm drawing a blank. Green. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kelly Green. No, 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 Celtics no, 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 no. The player, what? Green. Oh, Jeff Green. Uh, Jeff Green. Yeah, yeah. These yeah. were Jeff Green shorts because the number is on the tag. Uh-huh. Just like oh, you would in high okay. school to keep right. track of Number the freaking pants. Yeah. And then I go back in the locker room one more time. I realize my job is done accountability-wise. I've done everything they asked me to do. I'm wearing Jeff Green's shorts underneath my jeans. I'm, they're, I'm, <laughs> they're very obvious that I, I'm now sweating. through. I, I, the sweat is going through. I have my 200 bucks. I have the... I have the warm-up, and I go back in for a locker room sweep and realize that Rondo's left his socks. They were sweaty as hell. Scooped those up, too, <laughs> and, uh, and got the hell out of there. Um, 
with a couple hundred bucks. Jeff Green's game worn shorts, Rondo socks. Where where are the game worn shorts and Rondo socks now? So I gave the uh, gave the uh, Rondo socks to my buddy Rocco, and um, I I'm such a Lakers fan. I, I thought ideally I had these NBA shorts that probably retail at 250 bucks. They were so comfortable. They were great. They fit me perfect. But it bothered me every time I tried to put them on. I actually never wore them for a whole day. I wore them for like an hour stretch. But you got them felt, somewhere at home. I just felt weird. No, I gave them to a, a, a former teammate of mine, Brian Hanishak, who's from the Boston area. Right. And, uh, and 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 uh, and and How gave about them the, the shorts warm up? in. Um, I gave that to uh, my friend Anthony D'Souza, who's a Celtics fan, because I just didn't feel right. I, I loved the Lakers my whole life, uh, and it just didn't feel right. Uh, plus, this is just a, a year or two after um, the Lakers had played the Celtics in back-to-back uh, yeah, championships, yeah. and I just hate the Celtics. Yep, right. uh, and and uh, I don't know why I chose that locker room. It worked out, but it didn't work out. One, one quick story. Dan Rourke, my buddy, I put him on. To this event, I said, "Hey, they need another guy. You're in the Knicks locker room because he's a Knicks fan." So I went to go check check in on him because the Celtics had got to the arena late. The Knicks were already there, and I I couldn't walk right in the locker room. But I waited to, for the door to swing open. As the door is swinging open, Jason Kidd. I the, literally I looked into the <laughs> locker room for three seconds, and in that three seconds, Jay Kidd was dropping his pants. <laughs> I saw J, Jay Kidd's crank. Yeah. Um, all right, great. That's, that's you know no, he's my you know worthy. you know he's my favorite player of that's all time. Favorite player yeah. of all time, all time. You're a Kobe guy. Sean's a J Kid guy. Well, I've, you've I've seen, seen J yeah. Kid. Great, well, yeah. that's great. You're not the only so, one. No, I know. Yeah, there are sure. many others out there. Mm. Uh, the way we wrap this up, we're going to have to have you back for the other story yep. that I know well at uh, at a 76ers game. But the way we put the... He's got oh. another story that's oh, this no, is, on no, the level no, of Kevin Garnett. No, no, Sean, I swear, and my reputation on the line, that that story I just told you pales in comparison yeah, it, the other one's better. to my 76 yeah, story. The other one's better. I, I mean, appreciate that's, you guys having me on like, so much. The other much, one's better. And when it's time, well, we'll we, tell we, we do. Yeah, we do. What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you listening to? So hit us with, with <clears throat> what are you watching now? What are you reading? What are you listening to? Just finished uh, Making a Murderer. You like it? Um... Yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't I I, I didn't more than I did probably yeah. um, just because I I whether he's whether he was innocent or guilty was it, it, that that's not what left the impression on me the flaws in the justice system is really what yeah. bothered me the most um, and uh, I it just it, it bothered me best, uh, best movie of the year what have you seen um shit uh, best movie of the year Ugh. I mean I know you're watching a lot of hoops you know. So give us throw some right. out from Apocalypto. last year. Apocalypto, yeah. it's an old one. Wow! And I that's stuck out to me this year. I don't know if you guys seen that Mel Gibson Apocalypto. No, strong, strong. Okay. All right. What are we reading? What are we listening to? Uh, you know what am I reading? The Times Union every day. Yep. And that's pretty much it. Okay. I don't. I don't sit and read. I should, but I don't. Yeah, we all should. That's a reality. Um, and and listen, what do you what, what what do you when you get into the car, you put on the radio, or if you just have any opportunity to put put on the what do you listen to? I'm always listening to something. I grew up without a television. Yeah. You're a big radio so guy. So I'm a big radio yeah. guy. Uh, I, you know, I listen to a bunch of political talk uh, more than ever. I think in my adult life. Uh, the the election and the Repu- who's going to be the president? The Republican, who's the next president? The Republican like lead up to this thing is just it's like yeah. 
it, it's like making a murder. It's not. It's like it's, <laughs> it is not. It is. It's it's uh yeah. It's 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 offensive at times and 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 great and it's must watch uh, and must listen to stuff. What are you watching, reading, listening to, bags? <laughs> Oddly enough, I just started making murder. Yeah. Um. Only I'm, got through about the first. I'm only one two in. in. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it's piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. I think it's an. Okay, made documentary. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. Say it's like, well made. Yeah, like I think it it's the intrigue of the story that. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's piqued my interest because I had no real familiarity with that case yep. and, and yep. him. So, okay, I'm I'm in for another one anyway. The mm-hmm. first one did its job in getting me to the second <laughs> one. We'll see how that goes. Um, what about you watching? Uh, well, I, I got to go see the Revenant. My dad. Now, my mom would just. If it isn't a romantic comedy, she's not going to see it. So my dad just told me the other day he went to see The Revenant by himself, and he said it was really, really good. I mean, he didn't love it, but he said it was really – I have to go see it. I've said this for weeks now on the podcast. I have to see The Revenant. Uh, what else am I watching? Can I, say no- I mean, about The Revenant? Nothing. I mean, I'm watching, I'm watching a lot of basketball. You know what I'm – I told you at the beginning of the podcast what I was watching. The Packers overtime loss to the Cardinals. So NFL playoffs, NBA hoops. Right. Um, I'm with you right there watching, too. My reading and listening are the same as last week, so I don't have to repeat them. But uh, The Revenant, my father told me today he's got a copy of the movie. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. A little screener, action. Private screening. Yeah. So I'll probably see it today, maybe. There you go. That's not bad. Uh, Yeah, reading, listening, whatever. Right. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, we have something new. We'll we'll get it. There you if go. You're, if you if do you feel if you're Leo, yeah, do you? Because there's this movement, right? Because he hasn't won. Do you a, even I, want it for it, this like, one? It, it doesn't right? feel almost no. like they're pity. giving it to you. <clears throat> it's, yeah, it, but do you want it like that? No, like you you don't want it like that. You've no. made great work and hasn't won. That's that's okay. Right. That's okay. You've made great work. You're an all timer. Jerry West never won a championship until you know whatever. Yeah. Like guys Leo's don't. doing okay. You know what I mean? Now everyone wants the golden statue. I get it, but you know they 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 threw a bone at Scorsese for the Departed. Departed that yeah. wasn't his best movie. That's my favorite movie of all time. The that's Departed? top five for me. Yeah, Shawshank, The Departed, Goodfellas. Uh, are the three the three then the outsiders yeah you guys remember good. that movie yeah. the outsiders Matt, Matt Dillon and then um dangerous minds you guys remember that yeah, 1995 sure. Michelle Pfeiffer yeah that's those are my five yeah wow interesting those are his top mm-hmm. five top five who would play you in a movie <sighs> who would play me in a movie see because I, th- th- I don't did you, did you think about this this past week? No. All right, good. <laughs> That's a great question. Who would play me in a movie? I, I'm Eddie Eddie Redmayne for me. You know who he is? <laughs> no, I don't. Eddie Redmayne, Google him. I and, know that name. And it'll, no, you'll, I, you'll be like, yeah, yep, Eddie Redmayne. I'm going to say, um, I feel like any answer you get, like, because I, 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 I don't want to say something who's someone who's like a movie star and like handsome, because like, that's like a reflection of what I think of myself. <laughs> I see. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Clooney. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Brad Pitt. <laughs> I mean, maybe Leo could yeah, get that one. Right. For, yeah. I, I would say maybe like, maybe like a Jake Gyllenhaal or something. Yeah, or, okay. I don't know. Someone who's a brunette and, you know. That works. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, all right. Okay, good. All right. Hey, this has been fun. Your Sixer story will do at another time. Thank you, guys. Thank you, man. Very much for having me on. Zach, bye. On an hour, you'll never get back.